0: the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast. The show designed to keep youth workers motivated and youth ministries moving forward. Now, here's your host, blogger, speaker, and lover of nerd stuff, Paul Turner. What's going on, everybody? Back for another episode of the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast where I'm trying to keep you motivated. And your youth ministry moving forward. That's the whole goal here, guys. I'm, you know, there's no other purpose to this other than to help you uh, maybe get on the right track uh, on a personal level, or to get your uh, ministry on track at uh, a professional level. Uh, both of those things hopefully happening at the same time. Now. Uh, if you're brand spanking new to the podcast, I want to say welcome. Thanks for checking it out, being a part of it. Uh, you can feel free to uh, send comments and whatever over on the uh, on the iTunes page. Would love for you to go by and uh, leave your comments there of what you thought of the podcast. If this is your first time listening, leave a little review there, some stars, some comments, and uh, I'd love to even maybe read those comments on air. If you know, well, maybe if they're not any good, maybe you just leave whatever you want to leave, and maybe I'll read it if it's terrible. If you leave me a terrible review. I'll read it anyway, probably, just, just because. Um, and if you're a regular, by the way, and you have not gone over and reviewed the podcast, why not? Do okay. It only takes you a couple minutes. Go over there. Hit the hit the review button. Super simple. It gives me feedback. It lets me know you like the stuff, and it encourages me. So why would you not want to encourage a brother in the Lord, okay? Help a brother out, and go over there and do that. Uh Also, uh, real quick, for those that are interested, uh, I have started a Patreon page. Uh, It's patreon.com slash Paul Turner. And it's real simple. If you want to support the work I do in supporting other youth workers, uh, the goal is super simple. It's just uh, all I want to do is help other youth workers who have no budget, no support, no help, Uh, and I want to be able to give them free stuff, free of my time uh, to coach, to counsel, all those things. But I also want to give them the stuff I write for free out of my store there or stuff that I write fresh for them. And the way that gets done is if you want to support me to do that, and it's real simple. i got three ways for you to do that. Uh, that's the $1 plan, and that's simply saying, hey, listen, uh, Team Turner, that's the Team Turner uh, level there, and you say, look, for a buck a month, say, look, Paul, I just want to tell you I believe in you. I just want to tell you that I think I like what you're, I like what you're doing, uh, and so it's worth a buck a month just to say, hey, yeah, I'm on your side. I'm on Team Turner here. If you want to support youth workers, I am all about it. Uh, the second level, if you're interested, is Turner's Tips, and that's where I will keep you updated, posted, give you a little bit of extra, give you a little bit of something something there for uh, you know for your time for $3 uh, a month, you're saying, look, for 3 bucks a month, it is worth getting some extra bonus tips, something even beyond my regular newsletter to my subscribers that I usually have. Uh, You can check that out, by the way, at thediscipleproject.net. But if you're interested in that, that's $3 level. And then finally, for the $5 level, that's Turner's Tribe. Uh, If you're interested in that at all, real simple. You're going to get a free resource every month. You're going to get something from me. I'm going to create it for you. I'm going to send it to you. Uh, It is uh, only going to be available to you for free uh, through the Patreon page. Everybody else is going to have to pay for it. So uh, if you're interested in that, and that is a super easy way that if you're a uh, youth ministry struggling with a budget, you're going to get at least uh, something worth five dollars, uh, you know, that could be some small group lessons, it could be uh, some several weeks of preaching notes, it could be all kinds of things that you can use in your ministry. So if you're that person, it's even if you don't have a budget in your youth ministry, it's worth $5 a month to simply get on that train and get some resources. So, uh, But that is that, enough of the commercials, everybody. I am ready to dive in to today's topic, uh, which is about building a healthy self-image in youth ministry, and let me tell you something: most of us got into youth ministry because we did not have a healthy self-image. We just didn't. We we were broken. We were messed up as kids. Somebody came along, uh, you know, and first of all, God came along and and healed us and gave us a hope in life. And then we said, "Well, how do I pass this along?" And uh, you know, once we got a little bit healthy, we said, "Well, I can help this with other." other kids. I want to pass it along as a as a youth pastor. And and so how do we first of all how do we develop that self-image? Because you know what? It's look, we all suffer. It doesn't matter what walk of life you're in, uh, everybody's self-image. Some people have super, super healthy self-images. Uh some people have broken ones, somebody some people have, but I think they're all broken in some way. Even the most positive person you can find has something with their self-image some sort of wall protecting them something there we all have these mechanisms but in youth ministry when we ought to be uh, at least we want to be projecting authenticity but the the issue is if we're all always projecting that we're broken down and we're and we're broken all the time uh, you know kids are wondering well what good is Jesus then? If you're constantly and consistently broken, if you're constantly on the on the uh, in depression and all those things, and my hope is today that I'll be able to uh, walk alongside with you guys and and be able to just help you with some tips and ideas. Because here's the deal, though: we make excuses for why we can't do things right um, uh, out of a poor self-image, and once we uh, you know, get some work done on the self-image, we can make less and less excuses. And so if, for those that are keeping track here, uh, I did a, uh, a series on the 10 excuses youth maker youth workers make to not getting things done. And the the third one is self-image. It comes out of that place where we say, I am not whatever that is, but I'm not, but I'm not like this person, but I'm not you know, uh, uh, courageous enough. I'm not, you know, you fill in the blank there for yourself because we all that I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not, uh, uh, you know, athletic enough. Uh, you know, we make all these excuses as to why we can't do things. And usually that comes out of something that got told to us long time ago, right? We, we make these, um, we, we something the, the framework for us has been somewhat created, and now we're filling in the gap of the expectations that were put upon us, uh, you know. But listen, Gideon. If you look at Gideon from Scripture, you know he dealt with that, right? He was told probably all his life, you know, my clan is the weakest, and I am the least in my clan. Right, and maybe that's you and I. Right, we were on the downside. A bunch of us were nerds. Right, we were, we were, <laughs> we were the last on our football team. If you were athletic, you were still the last. You weren't very good, or maybe you were very good and you don't think you were very good. You, you had a crippled uh, self-image from the go because you had coaches that wouldn't encourage you. You had teachers that wouldn't pour into you. Sadly, we have youth pastors that don't encourage their kids enough and build up their self-image. It's all about. Uh, doing more and jumping through hoops and you know things like that you know and the old phrase that I heard that still is true today you know uh, uh, healed people heal people and hurt people hurt people that the things we struggle and deal with in our self images is what happens usually throughout our lives when we do that, and um, and you see God in Gideon's case. God always, you know, saw more he saw more in Gideon than Gideon saw in himself, and that's true of us. That God sees more in us uh, than we see in ourselves. You know, Gideon was the victim of brainwashing. You know, from years of hearing over and over again, uh, you know, th- things that fed that incubator that was producing these excuses: "Why I can't do this? I'm the least. I'm the last." You know, and today it's things like, you know, uh, because of my nationality, because of my race, because of my denomination, because of my, uh, you know, whatever it is, right? Because I'm a, I'm a guy or because I'm a girl or because, you know, whatever that is for you, you know, uh, you know, but listen, even if Gideon's clan was the weakest and he was the least, that made no difference to God. And it makes no difference to God where we're at in our phase of life. It really doesn't. You know, I'm 49, going to be 49 this year. Uh, you know, and and I'm pushing for some people, you know, the, the other end of the spectrum, the older end of the spectrum of youth ministry, and excuses can come in real quick. I'm too old. I'm too old to do this. I can't hang with the... Listen, I hear the same things, but I tell myself every day, I says, look, I can do these things because of what Christ has done for me. You know, I'm not going to let uh, culture define for me what I'm able to do with students. I'm going to let Christ define that, and then I'm going to follow that. Uh, now, listen, let's not get crazy. The truth may be, for both you and me, that the truth may be that we are not good at something, and that is okay. If we are not good at athletics, we're not good. If we're not good at at, uh, organization, which I don't I've never heard of such a thing of a youth pastor not being organized. Have you? Have you heard of this? Because... It's new to me. (laughs) I'm being facetious, of course. We all struggle with this, you know. uh, We were not dealt. Many of us were not dealt the game leading card, right? We'd say, "Here, you go ahead and lead games," right? And and listen, it's probably one of the bane[s] of my existence. If I could like not do games ever again, I would, just because I would want somebody else who is better and more gifted at that. But to date, I still lead the games in my youth ministry because I happen to be the person who happens to be at this moment, uh, better at it than, than most. Uh, you know, so, you know, if we don't get that dealt that card, that DNA of that, that's okay. That's understandable. But to say that we're not going to play any games because I'm not good at games, that's kind of a non-starter with teens, right? Say guys, I don't play games. I don't do that because it's not my thing. Listen, you can do that if you want to get out the gate from the get go and say, "Look, I don't do games. I need somebody to lead games." Uh, listen, go get find somebody to do games. Let kids run the games. Uh, let them do whatever. The pressure, though, is that we have to be good at everything, right? Not only do I have to be great at games, we got to lead worship, we got to, you know, be the best preacher. We got to. All these things are just crazy. But listen, it's okay to say, "I'm not good at it. I'm not good at such and such." but let me say this, it's not okay to say I'm not good enough, okay? It's okay to say I'm not good at games. It's not okay to say I'm not good enough for whatever simply because I don't know how to lead a game or I don't know how to preach very well, you know? God placed in you, placed you in a position to grow others, and in the process, we grow ourselves, right? It's kind of this, this crazy thing where God says, I'm going to put you in a place where you're not going to be very comfortable, maybe. Uh, I'm going to put you in a place in situations and things, and you're just going to have to grow through it, right? And uh, you may get good at things. Listen, I have been, seriously, I have been my own secretary for so long, I don't even hardly ask the secretaries to do anything for me. I can do all my own. I mean, look, the, the, it's amazing. I'm glad I jumped on the social media train years ago. I'm glad I jumped on designing and all this stuff. I really love designing. I really love designing all those things. I, I mean, uh, it's it, it's I'm kind of selfish about it, and I like doing it, and I try to farm out what I'm not good at. Uh, but I like the, the designing and sometimes even when I'm designing stuff, I need to not do it and let somebody else do it, but i'm I'm kind of addicted to it. So I just do that. I just like the designing part of it because I tend to be good at it. I tend to be good at the the marketing and the message of an event or or something like that. so. But, uh, you know, listen, like with, uh, you know, it's not okay to say that we're not good enough. You know, God put us in these positions, um, and you listen, God must think we're pretty good enough (laughs) to put us in charge of young people and say, hey, man, lead this group. Listen, you're not going to be perfect at it, I know. God says, I know you're not going to be perfect at it. But listen, if you'll trust me, if you'll, if you'll simply be honest with yourself and with me, tell, listen, if you'll just do that, I'll help you. I'll work with you if you'll just be honest and get off that that negativity self-image train of what you're not going to be good at and stop making excuses about the things you're not good at and why you can't do such and such, okay? We all have our gifts and skills and talents in the ministry, but too often, you know, we're put into a position that requires us to do everything. And do everything well, and we're judged on everything, right? We're overloaded by crazy expectations from others and ourselves. But listen, it's not fair. I understand it's not fair, but listen, it's the way it is, right? Our pastor's going to say, what about this? Our supervisor's going to say such and such. Uh, Kids are going to say this. Parents are going to say that. So how do we then deal with that? Because there are some things that listen. The, you're listening. You can get better at if you if you want to. If you want to. That but you got to get the want to because some things require us to be good at that. But let me give you a few things. That, how are we going to do that? Right. Well, let me tell you the weapon of choice here. The weapon that's gonna slay that excuse, that excuse dragon, that's excuse assassin that comes in that, that kills our hopes and dreams because we make this out of a out of a self-image issue of the thing we're not good at and we beat ourselves up over it, is this is the truth, right? The truth is what is what's going to do it for us. But we, we have to we have to be honest about it, right? So here's the deal. First of all, tell yourself the truth, right? Make a list of of what you are positive you are not good at because you've tried and it turns out you're terrible every time at it right whether that's preaching leading games you screw it up graphic design promotions marketing what make a long list of the things that you are not good at you are sure you're not good at not not that you haven't tried it not that because you 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 uh you know you've tried and tested it but but make a list of those things okay make a list of those things you know you're not good at not because you think you're not good at it but because you know, because you have tried and tested it, okay? Now, uh, is the skill on the list because you're unskilled at it? In other words, you don't know how to do it. Uh, Are you unskilled at it, uneducated at it, or uninterested in it, or all of the above, right? So give yourself little check marks there. Am I unskilled in this? You make all the things that you're not good at, and all these things you're not good at fall in one of three categories. I am unskilled, I am uneducated, or I'm uninterested. Now, look, the, 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 if, the, if the answer is number three, okay, does it need to be done by you in the first place, right? You're uninterested, so who can do this? So that becomes a recruiting issue. If you have no one else who can do it, it will. the question is, will it simply go undone? You know, are students, parents, or your boss okay with that? Or could you do it, but in a way that reflects your strengths and not the perfect image of what it should be, you know, while still being effective at it, right? So when you're looking at your skill list, there are things you're sure you're not good at. Is it, beca- is it because you're unskilled, uneducated, or uninterested? Uh, is it unskilled? Then you can get better. If you're uneducated, you can learn about it, right? The third one is if you're uninterested, then you that's where you have to start farming this stuff out and say, okay, I got to find somebody to do this for me, and you you go on a recruiting trip, okay? Okay. So that's the first thing is you got to tell yourself the truth about what you're not good at because you've tried it, you've tested it, or you're simply, it's not in your wheelhouse at all. And you got to be honest about it. The second area is you got to tell others the truth, right? When we go in for interviews into churches, right? We want that job so bad, we will tell them anything just to get the job. Oh yeah, social media, I'm great at. Preaching, I'm the best, right? We don't brag about what we're not good at. Because we don't want to be not hired. We want to be hired, right? But the deal is this. We have got to be honest with our team, our parents, our board, and whoever else needs to know and say, unless you lied on your resume, right? I'm not good at this. Who can help me, right? You've got to be honest, you know, and say, Look, I, this is where I'm not good. Because too many times we lie or we fudge or we say whatever and say, Look, I, I, you know, whatever that is. And then we get into a situation where we cannot handle that. And that's never good, right? Vulnerability is opening the door so others who are gifted and empathetic people can come in and would love to jump in and help us. And I am, listen, That's that's a strength of mine, okay? I will say that honestly. Two things I believe. I am delusional. Number one, everybody likes me. Yes, everybody listening to this, you like me. I would go so far to say that you even love me, right? Not only do you love me, but I I am delusional to the fact that you want to help me. I believe every person in this podcast listening is listening that says, I want to help Paul Turner at Patreon, at patreon.com slash Paul Turner. I want to go over there, and I want to help this guy. I don't know him very well but I want to help them. And so I am delusional about that because I have a healthy self-image about what I think I I offer you guys, right? But I don't lie to myself. I am, there are things that I am terrible at. There are things you don't want me, I'm not a great fundraiser. I'm about average. I get the things done. Uh, I'm not really great at leading worship. I'm not great at uh, dramas, although I have great ideas. Uh, There's things I'm just, you know, there are things that I used to be great at, Ten years ago, but time has you know shifted, and uh, some of my 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 want to has you know got up and left. Uh, those are things I just I don't think I need to do anymore. Even though I I may be good at it or maybe not good at, it, but I, there's time moves on. So I have to not only, I have to tell myself the truth, and then I have to tell others the truth that listen. This phase of my life, I have moved on from this, and uh, and if you want to help me, which I know you do, then you're going to jump on board and you're going to help me. Now the last thing. Uh, is this, okay? You got to let the truth set you free, right? The truth of the matter is I'm not great at everything. Just say it out loud. I'm not great at everything. In fact, I'm, I'm not great at about 90%, but the 10% I am really, really good at and I can crush, I am really, really good at it, and I got to figure out the other 90%, okay? Now, once you've come to the conclusion That you're not going to be the greatest communicator, the best game leader, the best graphic designer specialist. uh, Let me tell you what, that frees you up to get better at what you are good at. Lean into your strengths, right? Recruit to your weaknesses. Get really good at what you're good at and then figure out the rest, okay? And listen, that's just, I'm just trying to be honest with you, because if, if not, that's how we get in trouble where we're not able to have longevity in ministry because we simply are trying to do everything to a certain point, a certain level that we cannot do. And the truth gets to set us free once we're honest with it, once we're honest with other people. Once we do that, we're in good shape. We're in better shape, right? Uh, you know, we always have to leave that door open for someone to come in and, and into the youth ministry, right? We have to leave that door open you know, uh, in a way that, listen, have the door open twice a year and say, look, we're doing a training. Here's what I need. Here's what I I need. I need you to come in, have a meeting with me, and help me do this thing, right? Uh, You may make an appeal on social media, like on Facebook or wherever, and say, look, our group needs this, right? We are in search of a person to do such and such. You don't have to get out there and just completely flame yourself and say, listen, everybody, I am super terrible at this. And I know that, uh, you know, uh, I know it's my job, but uh, I'm not very good at it. Listen, you don't have to put yourself out that way. Just simply say, we're looking for somebody to help with such and such, right? Another way you could do is just, listen, create space within your ministry for others to practice or experiment with their gifts. You know, like something we've done in the past is we've hosted a talent show, right? And we just said, look, everybody's going to get up, they're going to do something fun. And sometimes out of the midst of that, somebody steps forward and they're really good at something, right? They're good at drama. They're good at singing. They may be a, a candidate for the worship team, Right? We can see across the board where our kids are good at something. And so, how I get them involved in a way. So, there's all kinds of ways you can do that to leave that door open for new people to come in and, and, and you to be able to search. Uh, to be able to find the people you need for what it is you're looking for, right? Um, also, you got to remember this. Listen, it's feel free to outsource, okay? If you're not good at something, let others help you do it. And it doesn't have to—listen, maybe you're in a church where nobody can help you do it. Listen, I've done that before. I've gone—listen, there's nobody. if there's nobody in my church that can build something, I'm going to find a guy from another church that I have a connection with, and they're going to build me something. If I—if, uh, uh, you know, example, if you're not really good at newsletters, well, listen, there's companies like, you know, DYM, Download Youth Ministry, uh, they have a newsletter template you can use, right? Uh, If you're looking for graphic design or voiceovers or special things, there's a place called Fiverr.com, right? Fiverr.com, and you can find people. Listen, there's things all across the board there that that you can find on Fiverr that you're going to pay $5 for. That's what the thing is. You find something really super basic for $5. I do that. I mean, I I have done special things uh, and and got other people to do them for me, and I just outsourced it. and And I do it myself, right? I do Bible studies. I've had recently some some people come to me and they say, "Look, for five bucks, I need a I need a lesson on Lent. I need a lesson on on this or that." Um, and for five bucks, I write them a lesson. You know, if there's something you need to outsource, then outsource it. Right? You can find there's people out there who can do things for you, uh, even if you don't have a great big budget. Okay. Um, the last thing is this. free. You're free to get better if that's what you want to do. Listen, you can always get better at something. If there's something you want to get better at, you can do it. That's what YouTube is for, right? You can get on YouTube and find anything you want to get better at, whether that's public speaking or design or any of those things. That's about putting the time and commitment, though, to get better at something. I like to get better at stuff. Uh, I like to get better at things because um, a lot of times I don't like to give out certain control of certain things that I like to have control of. That's just plain and simple. I like to have uh, some control over design or messaging or branding or whatever it is, right? There's some things that I want to get really good at until I find somebody who can, I can absolutely trust with this because they're going to do the right thing and the right job with it. Okay? So, uh, you know, if you go, example, if you go to my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Jedi for Hire, uh, that'll be in the show notes, by the way. And, and you can, by the way, find videos on all kinds of things from student ministry uh, to, um, you know, making student leaders to very practical things on games, on all these various things. If you want to get better at it, you can get better at it, but that's whether or not you put the time and the energy into that. That's the key there. You know, we can get better at just about anything we want to, if we want to, right? So let me close this by saying this. Listen, you, youth pastor, listen to me, you are more than you think you are, okay? The self-image issue that we have— is it could be out of anything. Some teacher, some, uh, uh, you know, life past experience uh, has beat us down to a place where we're not healthy and we're not operating out of the strength that God gives us. We're not operating out of the skills and the abilities that God gives us because we're always comparing ourselves. We're always doing those things. Let me tell you something. You were hired at your job because someone saw something in you okay? Your board, pastor may have hired you for your skills, but God called you like Gideon because he sees something in you no one else sees, right? This is an opportunity to glorify, for God to glorify himself in you through what you're able to do and what you're not able to do, but you're going to give it your best shot. You're going to say, look, I can't just shut down emotionally or spiritually, anything like that, because my self-image of myself is terrible, I have to then be like Gideon and step out and say, look, I'm I'm not great. I'm the least in my clan. My tribe is the least, and I'm the least in that tribe. But listen, I'm going to trust God with some simple things. I'm going to get better at the things I can get better at. I'm going to recruit to what I'm not very good at, to my weaknesses, and then I'm going to double down on my strengths, and I'm going to get really good at the things that I want to be good at. And that's the essence. That's the deal. Uh, And uh, listen, you know, if you're struggling with that, if you're going through that, listen, take it to the Lord in prayer and say, Lord, I got to work through these things. And let me tell you what, God will meet you Right there where you guys are. So that's it for today, guys. I appreciate you guys just hanging with me for a little while, being a part of the discussion here. Uh, But listen, don't make excuses out of that out of that self image, that wrong self image, right? That can be God can fix that, and we can fix that uh, by doing just a few of the things that I talked about and shared with you guys today. So, but that's it for today, guys. Please be sure to uh, go over there and give a, uh, a a review on iTunes, please. I would love for you to do that. Give me some your thoughts, your ideas, some stuff maybe you'd like to hear about the show, uh, some stuff you want me to cover, I would love to do it, Um, and guys, I just believe in you guys, if you're not believing in yourself today, let me tell you what, I believe in you guys, I believe you guys can do a great job and do some amazing things, Uh, just trust God for it, okay, just trust God for it, and he will help you out, if he can do it with Gideon, if he can do it with me, I promise you, he can do it with you. That's it for today, guys. I appreciate you guys uh, uh, joining me on the journey here for a little while, and uh, I will see you guys next time. Have a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.